All right, everyone. This is the Roadmap Benzinga's NFT show. And I have exciting news. Today's show is sponsored by FTX US, one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world in terms of trading volume and daily users. The FTX app is used by over 6 million people to buy crypto and NFTs with no transaction or withdrawal fees from your phone or computer, while the FTX US trading platform offers NFT trading on the Ethereum and Solana block blockchains with no gas fees. You can learn more about FTX.us or click on the link in the description below and also pinned to the chat right now. Big shout out to FTX for their sponsorship. Go ahead, click on that link and you can get signed up. Let me go ahead and bring on my co-host of the roadmap, Brian Moore. Brian, what's going on, buddy? No, just living the dream. Excited to be here. Excited to talk to Toy Boogers and um, get down with the announcement for FTX. It's a good yeah, show. Excited to be back. You know, I, I was on vacation last week. Uh, it looks like some people in the chat missed us, Brian. That's always mm -hmm. a good sign, right? That they they were sad to see us not on air. So we're happy to be back. And as you said, we're also excited to kick off that sponsorship with FTX. Brian, I, I talked about FTX uh, a little over a month ago on this show. We we had some Steph Curry uh, sneaker NFTs launch on FTX. And that was pretty cool because it was after he broke the three-point record. Mm -hmm. There was an NFT for each three-point shot that he had made. Um, so I'm excited to dive more into the world of FTX NFTs. We're going to have the team on a future episode and we'll be taking a look at some of the NFTs that you can get on the FTX marketplace. So super excited for that in the future. Brian, you mentioned uh, Toy Boogers. You know, uh, I I'm excited about this one. We actually, I remember interviewing the Robotos team and hearing, uh, uh, you know, just praise for, for Toy Boogers. And people in the chat saying, you know, Toy Boogers, bring the team on and we are happy to deliver what the fans and the viewers want. And we will have Doug on from Toy Boogers. This is a project, Brian, that minted a couple months ago. There's only 3,333 available. The floor <laughs> price is currently 0.67. Uh, I, I love this artwork, Brian. Uh, so mm -hmm. I'm so excited to, to get into to this one. Uh, well, what are your thoughts on Toy Boogers here? I like it too. I like the artwork a whole lot. Um, it's very unique. It's it it you know it kind of matches and goes with the NFT aesthetic, <clears throat> but it's its own uh, has its own characteristics. I really like that, and I like the fact that it's um, three point three thousand um, or you know three thirty three hundred uh, unique pieces instead of that ten thousand uh, usually what you'll see. So that's really interesting. I, I really like that aspect. I, I love when there's different <clears throat> uh, features in an NFT project that goes against the grain. I think it makes it unique and uh, kind of special. Yeah, and Brian, uh, shout out to the chat. It looks like there are a lot of fans here uh, excited about this interview. Um, also mentioning that the project is hand-drawn. We're definitely going to dive into that with Doug soon. Uh, Got to highlight this comment here from FC. You won't regret <laughs> getting caught picking these boogers. Uh, and our, our friend of the show, Ashira here, we 
pick the boogers. Pick this is just this is so exciting uh brian before we bring on doug though i know that our talented video team has a little trailer that they made for today's interview brian what do you think should we go ahead and uh, roll that trailer let's run it I love these. I love these banger trailers. You said it, Brian. Uh, That's banger right there. Hopefully everyone in the chat loved that trailer. Shout out to Kashev for making that one of our talented team members. Everyone let us know in the chat. Did you love that trailer? One for yes. And if you didn't love it, uh, feel free to not comment because we want the positivity here. So leave a one in the chat, guys. Let Kashev know he did a great job. I'm hyped up now, Brian, for this interview. So without further ado, let's go ahead and bring on Doug. Doug, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good. How's it going? It's going great. What do you think of that uh, that trailer there? That was cool. I, I, that was my <laughs> first time seeing it too. So I was like, oh, what are they gonna? <laughs> what do they got? You know, it awesome. was it was my first time. I used yeah, to sometimes. Too. I used to sometimes watch the trailers as we got them, but then I decided it's more fun to just watch it live with our viewers and with the team members because it's kind of cool just to see, you know, what our video team cooks up ahead of these interviews. So uh, I- I'm excited to, to watch it for the first time along with you, Doug. So uh, it's got that base. <laughs> it, it did, and it, you know, it showed off that wonderful artwork too, which we're going to get into during the interview, Doug. Uh, before we dive into Toy Boogers, I'm wondering if you can just let uh, viewers and listeners know, how did you get started in the world of NFTs and maybe cryptocurrency prior to this project? Yeah, so um, I got involved in NFTs kind of like many people do. You know, you just you hear about it somewhere kind of randomly and then you uh, look it up and then before you know it, you've fallen down or, or dived down the rabbit hole. So um I was hanging out with one of my uh, friends, and I was just like, "Hey, hey, dude, what you know? What's new? What's new and exciting?" And he um, was like, "Oh, actually, I got something really exciting." He's like, "My my friend um, just made like sixty nine million dollars last night," and I was like, "Wait, no way! Are you, you're you're kidding? Like, wh- like what happened?" I was like, "Oh, you won the lottery or something?" And so, <laughs> um, crazy story. My a mutual friend of uh, people. Uh, I didn't even know that he was friends with him and I, I still don't know people, but we have a mutual friend and um, I literally saw him the, the day after that big sale and uh, happened to ask him, you know, what's, you know, what's new and exciting. And that was his answer. And so we just, you know, started chatting about NFTs and, you know, what it was and, you know, um, just totally like, you know, uh, got super interested and excited about it, went home, uh, Googled it, and then fell in, <laughs> like, head first, uh, just kept digging and digging and digging. And um, before, you know, before I knew it, I was just totally, you know, caught up in the scene. Um, the, uh, the 
Bored Apes had just dropped around that time too. And so by the time I had kind of just gotten my bearings and and uh, my footing, you know, what's what, you know, what's out there, what are these, you know, projects, there's collectibles, there's art. And, you know, I was trying to hunt some of the, the rare art, but it was like, whoa, this stuff's like already way out of my <laughs> price range. And then yep. um, I just saw on Twitter, you know, everybody with, um, these these apes and like that was the big thing at the moment i was like all right well it's you know it's point one, so it's it's still a thousand dollars to grab an ape which is like back then i was like oh my gosh this is crazy am i am i literally gonna buy you know and uh, i mean a, a cartoon monkey picture for a thousand bucks i was like yeah i'm gonna do it you know i just want to get into the community i want to be part of the thing and it's cool and so i i picked out one and it's kind of funny because it was like one of the best uh investments i've ever done in my life was to buy one of those uh, apes so yeah, right in the beginning, just jumped in head first, and um, and yeah, and, and here we are. But um, also, that's when I started to think, well, I, I could do something here with my art. Um, I've always been uh, an artist for fun, for hobby. It's always something I've done. I've um, I've dabbled in pretty much every type of art there is. I've you know I've done I did paintings as a child, and you know later on I've done. Um, I did like silk screen, um, screen screen printing. I did uh, etching, woodblock, uh, carvings, like drawings, uh, just everything, arts and crafts, pottery, poetry. Like I've always just done art, but uh, doodles and drawing and making little funny characters was always my, my strong point. And it's kind of interesting, actually, a few years before NFT, I kept having these ideas that I wanted to make stuff with my art. Uh, so I was I wanted to make like a merchandise, like because, you know, I have these funny characters. They're kind of like cute kawaii characters. Um, and I even like at one point put together like a whole like like a book, like a little children's book. And nothing ever just quite felt right. Um, and I never produced it. I, I kept making stuff, but I never like put it out there for sale. And then um, all of a sudden when I saw like what the board apes did and all of the collectibles and um, what the generative art was doing with mixing and matching stuff. I was like, Oh, I could do something like that with my art. And so that's where the lightning uh, struck and then uh, uh, started to make my own stuff as well. Awesome. Well, Doug, you gave us a lot to unpack there. Yes. Uh, you know, <laughs> board ape, was that your first NFT you bought then or just one of the, the very first? It was one of the first. The very first was the uh, Future Crypto by Grammatic, and I bought that on Nifty oh, yeah. Gateway. Yeah, because <clears throat> um, getting in through through people, of course, I was like looking at Nifty Gateway yeah. and all that. And I, mm -hmm. I tried to get I did that the same thing. Oh, really? Well, I didn't buy that, but that's how I got into it too. Nice, nice. Yeah, I tried to get the one of the people because it was like that dollar raffle he did, and then. Mm -hmm. It was right after I didn't get that. I was like, all right, well, maybe I should just, you know, look for something else that's more accessible. And yes, yeah, so I think it was literally, it was one of the first. I had grabbed a handful of little things, but pretty quickly it was like, all right, the this ape community, it's onto something. And there's this, you know, there's a whole group around it. And you know, what better way to get involved than to literally just get involved, just jump right in. So I was like, all right, I'm going to grab it. Awesome. Well, Doug, you mentioned, you know, that you saw the success that these NFT projects had um, and it kind of inspired you. I love that Beeple reference there, um, you know, the mutual friend. Uh, walk us through, you know, the, the early process of Toy Boogers. Was this a character or idea that you had already kind of created on pen and paper? You know, is it something you started then doodling after you saw the Bored Apes and the success of NFTs? Uh, you know, how did this character kind of get his origin? 
Yeah, so the um, my, my characters in general um, were more like these cute kawaii kind of stuff, like the, um, uh, it would be just like, um, like a, like a dog or like the rabbit, just like something simple and not so much like the whole like kid with all of the, the toys and stuff. But I was also drawing the toys. So it was, it was a more simple kind of kawaii kind of a aesthetic and look to it. Uh, sometimes even just the head, like the big head with a funny face. And, and many times actually I would just draw faces over and over. Um, and I had this idea like when I was making the book or thinking of like merchandise like i wanted to make t-shirts it, it was always kind of just like all right it's going to be like a big head on a t-shirt or um or something like that and when i got to the idea of the book it was more it was actually like i wanted to make like i actually wanted to make a bunch of characters and just have like a collectible characters and so i actually had this idea that i wanted like something collectible and so um I was like, I'll just, I'll have, I'll make like an encyclopedia of like this funny world. So I actually like talked to a book editor and stuff and they're like, well, you know, before you make an encyclopedia, you kind of have to like make the world and make a story and all this stuff. So like, I was like, all right, well, maybe the book's not the best way to go. Cause I just want to make like characters. Um, and then, um, th so that just kind of got shelved for a while. Like I produced a lot of stuff and, but it just kind of got shelved. And then when I saw what, they were doing with you know generative art with board apes and and uh, and just all the other stuff even like crypto punks and different things it was like oh this is really cool you know just mixing and matching and then i started just playing with my characters a little bit you know taking a head um and then a body and kind of putting it together i was like well actually this this really works really good and so um i didn't under i didn't have like a developer or have any you know technology to to do like the 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 true generative style art and so i was like all right well i know how to draw um i got time i could just start drawing and just hand mix them and so i made this decision that it's like i'm just gonna draw a whole bunch of heads a whole bunch of bodies and then it will be fun because i can put toys in their hands and um, just mix them and match them all different ways and so uh, just slowly but surely just started drawing a whole bunch of different assets like you're going through here, different heads and, and bodies and, um, and different toys and faces and uh, <laughs> uh, just started producing them. So it's kind of a, it, it's actually been a long, slow evolution of um, several years of, of these characters. And uh, the NFT was the final ingredient. It was literally the medium. It was it was almost like I was waiting for this medium. So like I really feel totally at home, not only with just like the medium, but also the community and the collectible side of it as well. But just the medium itself is just it's like perfect for exactly what I wanted to do. Love it, Doug. Uh before we get over to Brian for some questions, I know he wants to follow up on the hand-drawn aspect here. I want to remind everyone out there, please like this video, subscribe to Benzinga's YouTube channel, and uh leave a comment in the chat, guys. We can see all these comments live during the interview. All right, with that being said, Brian, uh over to you here. So yeah, I mean, you've already kind of stated I was gonna ask like how long it took and um you know how why you did it the way you did but you already answered that but besides that like you, you did this by hand how does that kind of differ from other projects that you've done or seen that you like yeah so um well i'm a huge fan of the um the generative art you know where they'll they'll make you know a head or or kind of like a profile so it'll be like shoulders up and with generative as you know they they'll draw like a head outline maybe a few different head outlines a few different face combos eyes and mouth and nose and and 
and colors and shirts and hats. And then the computer automatically generates them and puts them together. Mm-hmm. And so because I didn't have that technology um, to, <laughs> to utilize, I was just like, well, I'll just hand mix them. Um, and so I was really inspired by generative art. And so the when you look at it, some people actually can many people on first glance just think it's another like purely generative project where you know i made all these pieces and then a computer put them together um, but because there's different head sizes there's different body sizes um, there's all those toys and like skateboards and stuff yeah. you have to manually drag and drop them into place and so <laughs> i set up this like system where it's like uh, like a rarity system if each head i was going to make a certain number of times and then i just systematically went through and made you know 70 creatures with this head you know 60 creatures with this head 50 with this one and just slowly but surely went through so i think it's it's very different in that regard um, but the look and the feel and the aesthetic and and then the ultimate you know vibe of it's you know very on point with the with the nft um, collectibles yeah well i mean you can tell you put a lot more um efforts not the best word to say here but you put a lot more of uh, i guess sweat equity into uh the project which kind of, in, in my opinion goes a long way because you care and it's some of your passion and not just because you said you didn't really have a the pro a programmer to do it but because you care about it and it's something that you like to do and you've had all these assets yes and it made actually a fun thing too is that they're more uh, thematic like you, you can see there's different themes in some of them so like you'll see one where like there was one that just scrolled past like it was like the dress with the doll or like you'll find um there is wacky combos where just it, like it doesn't make sense and it's funny because there's like elements that are totally mixed and matched and that's you know the nature of, of the gen, uh, generative art but uh, there's a lot where it like it does match and sometimes even like funny like like jokes where there'll be like there, there's like a like the bull head will be holding like like poop and so it's like bs you know something like that mm. the unicorn poop or something or um or like there was an ape with an insect with a basketball had a basketball hat or, or the baseball hat so uh, you could do a little bit more like almost like mini themes in them and um and make them um ha- you know have have a little bit more uh um I think a creative direction, whereas, you know, as opposed to just pure randomness and, and, and both are fun actually though, too, but definitely got to put like my personal touch into a lot of them. That's awesome. Well, going on the personal touch, um, one of the questions we ask uh, everyone, and it's probably our favorite one. What are some of your favorite traits? Oh my gosh. So we have so many puns within the, the toy boogers community. And so it's like the, the pun I usually say when someone asks that is, well, you can't just pick one booger. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I, you know, it's gosh, like the, the unicorn poop hat and like the unicorn poop toy is just like one of the funniest. Um, and yeah, if you, if you just type in, like you can even type it on filter unicorn. Yeah. Um, that one is really fun. Everybody likes that. It's just like bright and ridiculous. Mm. Um, the I like obviously the cat hat that became my logo. That was actually one of my earlier designs. Um, just like the little orange cat head. I think the apes came out really good. The ape head is like funny. It has like a funny look to it. Um, the I think the zombie bodies are like a really fun body to play with. Um, 
there's like the ape zombie right there actually yeah oh and there's the ape with the crystal see that ape with the crystal this might be a good a good plot uh uh um time to mention the backstory so the the idea of toy boogers is that um we the nft community that we are the toy boogers and what happened was that so here's the backstory like the funny origin story of it all is that um, all of the nft you know dgens got together and said you know we want to teleport into the metaverse and so we build a, a teleportation machine and uh, it was rushed in development of course because the nft <laughs> scene is usually rushed and fast-paced so we, we put together this teleportation machine in a really rushed manner and somehow a booger got stuck to the machine's focusing crystal hmm. so when we teleported into the metaverse we all got mixed with our nfts uh, in our collections and turned into toy boogers inside the metaverse and so we are the toy boogers essentially and uh, that that one right there that nft um, features the one of one um, crystal with the one of one booger so that's that is the the booger that's a good one <laughs> that's the crystal that's the one to pick right there yeah does yeah. someone own that one within your team or is someone lucky enough to mint it yeah somebody minted it and then it sold a few times and then um um, this firm uh, picked it up. That's I think they're like a like a NFT like legal team or something behind it, and they they were uh, they they actually like framed it and put it in their office, and so it's like a centerpiece of a of an office somewhere. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so to follow up on the traits, so I have one last question on that. Are there any hidden ones or any like? Are there any secrets or anything that you guys are might be uh, putting in that will later evolve? the um boogers like some nft projects are or you know just yes. hidden ones yeah there's actually a lot there um so hidden traits um there's well there's certain things like even right there like that zombie ape so that if you look at the zombie's face it's it's actually a zombie as well and so certain things like the zombie will turn certain things different colors so like the normal ape head is um you know, just like brown uh, skin, but when it has a zombie body, it gets affected. And so like it, it'll change color, but that's not mentioned anywhere. Um, there's, there is subtle stuff um, in, in terms of like not labeling a few things twice, like uh, different head bands will all be called like headband unless it's like a gold one. So there's that kind of level of, of hiddenness. Um, there's also one of one toys that there's like um, a master key, there's like a lost valet key, there's a treasure map. And so we've planted those in with, and I can't say too much, but we, we do have some plans for that type of stuff and, and how it will, um, um, <laughs> what, what we'll do with those. So we, we do wanna have some fun stuff in it. So, um, but then there's another layer of hiddenness, which is really intentional, which is um, almost everything in the collection is a shout out a reference or like a mini tribute to other collections um, or just to themes within you know pop culture or crypto uh, culture and so um, like that whale hat i just saw go by like that's just a reference to like whales of course and then the um the hoverboard that the whale's on actually is you know a shout out to back to the future um, and then there's there's all these different characters, you know, there's apes, there's cats, there's there's bones, there's all these different things. Looks that, like there's uh, a sheep right there. <laughs> what's that? Yeah, sheep, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. And then like um, 
like uh, penguins. There's that, that cheetah fur, um, which is again, you know, like a tribute to a lot of the collections that put that in. And there's panda heads, strawberries. So there's all this fun stuff that are little tributes to shout outs to other projects in, in pop culture. Um, and so that, that's one of the hidden um, kind of element is that, uh, and some of them have multiple references. Some don't, some are just funny, random things like the octopus. Uh, it's just a, a, a cool body to have, but but there is a lot of stuff in there that actually is a, like a tribute. Gotcha. That is awesome. Uh, I mean, sometimes we ask that question and uh, there aren't hidden traits. And, <laughs> and not only did you give us hidden traits, Doug, but I, I think you also dropped some alpha there. I don't know if you had shared all those details before as some of those uh, hidden items to look for. So uh, we're, we're always fishing here on the yeah. roadmap, trying to get some uh, alpha, but uh, it looks like that one maybe we hit on. Yeah, there's going to be some uh, story elements with those and then some fun games. Um, we've always, like, I always had this idea that, you know, this could be, we, we want to make it fun. There needs to be a game element to it. Um, and there's even little subtle, like, video game references to, like, the bomb. It's like a blue bomb. It looks kind of like a Zelda bomb. Um, and, like, just random, like, there's a wood sword. You know, it's like every other, you know, adventure game. You start off with a wood sword and then the best swords, like a gold sword. So there's all this fun kind of game stuff. But, yeah, we do have an idea to um, tease these out and, and do some um, some stuff with it. <laughs> Love it. Well, the chat is going wild, Doug, trying to now guess uh, some of these traits, some of these secrets. <laughs> um, while they're doing that, I, I want to bring up, you know, uh, something I'm very excited about. As I mentioned at the top of the show, we've had Pablo from Robotos on the show a couple times. And Robotos partnered with Time Studios to develop a cartoon series. And Toy Boogers, I am happy to say, also partnered with Time Studios to develop a cartoon series. So talk to us about this deal. What was your initial reaction and how did this come to be? Yeah, so it's it's a pretty wild story. So the Toy Boogers drop um, was in November. So two, two months ago on the 20th, the public drop was the 20th. And we had a pre-sale that was like a long, slow pre-sale. It was like a three-day window, I believe, where... Um, you know, fans who had been watching for a long time as I was developing these um, got in the pre-sale list and the pre-sale, um, we, it's looking back, it was, we, we probably had it open for way too long. It was like this multi-day pre-sale. And then on the 20th, um, November 20th, the, the, the project just sold out when we went to the public um, and a lot of big artists were buying it and tweeting it, you know, Kremplin and, and Klon from, from Cool Cats and Pablo Stanley and, you know, um, Betty from uh, Dead Fellows and just like tons of different uh, people were were buying and uh, posting and it just like it, the chain reaction happened and, and the project sold out and you know it was just one of those like unreal you know everything was so unreal and so wild like that was what we had been working for and like it finally came to pass and um, the next morning I get a DM and it's from Keith Grossman the president of time and I'm like he's like hey what's up let's chat and i'm like wait is this is this a scammer <laughs> hey <laughs> is this the real keith you know because once once you get some sort of you know public view a, a lot of stuff does come at at you that is a scam mm. targeted. and so i was like wait is this the real keith like this is is this the president of time <laughs> reaching out to me and so like sure enough like it was it was you know keith grossman like the, the real deal and he's like hey what's your phone number let's chat and so all of a sudden it's like you know the next morning and i'm sitting there talking with the president of time um 
and he's just like, yeah, I love your collection. My daughter loves it. It's it's super fun. And that's kind of how he got hooked on it. He showed his daughter and she's like, oh, I love it. And she started running around, you know, yelling toy boogers. Um, and so he's like, let's do it. Let's do a Twitter space right now. And so we just, we went live like literally right then um, and did this big like celebration. And then so uh, right from there, uh, Keith basically approached me like that, that day um, and didn't, didn't the, the TV thing was kind of planted. I don't remember exactly when that the offer came and when we started talking, but it was pretty much the seeds were planted like right then that they, they were looking because that was that's been part of their objective objective as they've stated now is to is to do more stuff like this. And they've you know, they brought on Roboto's and all smiles and, and myself. So yeah, the conversation just started happening. And that's why looking back, you know, it's only been two months um, and we, we've already made this partnership, but it, 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 uh, it literally started like that, that morning, essentially right after the, the sellout with the conversation with Keith. Awesome. Well, that's Doug, uh, any update on maybe the timeline of when that show will come out or when we will get more announcements on details of this animated series? Yeah, no, not right now. So everything is totally, I know that's like, the, the I, no, hey, I have to try, right? I mean, yes. <laughs> when show, when show, um, yeah, it's all, all to be determined. Um, but we're actively working on that. And that's the fun part of all the, the creative element. And, you know, I'm, I'm on board as the, the creative director and executive producer. And, and so it's, it's my, you know, story and insights in, in characters. And, and, um, and so, yeah, there's, um, Totally, in, in, you know, 100% involved in that. It's not like they're just running with it. It's it's uh, directed um, uh, by me, and so, and uh, you know, in collaboration with them. Um, so, yeah, super excited about that. All that's happening though. So, but we don't have any dates or times or anything. And the only the only actual thing that we've announced so far is um, um, uh, an airdrop. So, Toy Boogers, we have a special edition. Um, series, which it's like a, you know, it's like an airdrop uh, collection, in that we've uh, we've done to celebrate like big moments in in the Toy Boogers, uh, our own history as a, as a project in a community, and so we've done three, just basically celebrating the drop in the community, and then number four is a um, is a joint uh, time um, Toy Boogers collab uh, airdrop, and so that's going out within. It's going to be either this week or next um, that will be airdropped to all timepiece Genesis holders and all toy boogers holders. And so uh, people ask about utility, you know, the, the when question and the utility question. And so it's like there's everything still to be determined. But right away, I, I wanted to make like this fun, you know, utility and give everybody something special. And, and our airdrops are on um, on Ethereum. So we, we drop heavy airdrops. They're not. Uh, Polygon and no shade about that. I, I have a lot of fun airdrops on Polygon, but we, we like to do the Ethereum. And so uh, yeah. we have to wait till gas is low for that because <laughs> those are heavy. <laughs> awesome. Well, well, thanks for that information there as well. So anyone who owns a toy booger, another airdrop coming up. Um, I, I want to get more into the roadmap. So we talked about the time deal. Um, I know Brian has a question later about collaborations, but outside of those two things, I know there's been a mention of some merchandise um, and maybe some branding. Any other uh, details about the roadmap going forward and maybe when we can expect roadmap 2.0 to come out? Yeah, so the initial roadmap of, of Toy Boogers was very, um, 
because the the project itself was such a big endeavor you know three thousand handmade pieces i didn't want to dilute the project with all these promises of other stuff and so we started off with a very um a very modest roadmap it was just like you know we're going to do some collabs and there'll be some some merchandise which are are, are happening and going to be uh, also very big pieces but the the idea of putting out a, a modest and simple roadmap was to really highlight the the collection itself and, and actually that was the first utility so people say you know what's the utility and it's like the utility the project is the utility owning an awesome piece of art first and foremost uh, we're expanding on that in roadmap one um is kind of blending with roadmap two in that there's a few really big cool stuff coming out that i can't say too much yet but they do involve um collaborative efforts and so um what we have done, um, or what, so what we've done so far is we we've started the you know the Toy Booger Special Edition collection, which was actually not on the roadmap. It's just a, a surprise, kind of a bonus, um, and so that um, was one element. You know, the time uh, deal and turning this into a, a movie is another thing. Which I mean, these are all like roadmap 2.0 worthy endeavors that were essentially surprises. Um, that just kind of got inserted into roadmap one. And so it's, that's why I kind of like to say like roadmap one is like, even like let's say evolving, turning into roadmap two. Uh, but then the next big thing is some uh, collaborations that we're working on. And so can't say anything yet, but there's going to be some really cool stuff on that front. And um, people have seen how I interact with the community. I'm, I'm a collector. I've collected everything from, you know, four apes onward. I've, tr I've tried to get into like every project I, I can. And I, I do hold a, a ton of different um, collections and, and I, I'm you know, friends and fans of many, many artists and we're all in communication. And so, um, then one of the next big steps is going to be a lot of collaborative stuff. Uh, but we have a, a few big things in the work that we're working on um, ahead of um, of jumping into a, a lot of the uh, individual collaborations. And then and then uh, merchandise. Yeah, we really want to get into that. We're taking our time really exploring um, the merchandise front. Um, I know a lot of projects will make like, you know, a, a, a hoodie or um, like a t-shirt and not that they call it a day there. Um, some do because that might not be their big focus um, but we i do want to make some really nice uh, merchants so we're taking our time with that really investigating the whole streetwear scene and um, offerings and uh, we're doing multiple prototype testings on that already um, so that's in development but um my, you know my style it's i, I want to make stuff that's nice that's quality and uh, i don't want to rush anything so I don't I, I also don't have the when answer <laughs> to that uh, but, but we're gonna do it nice and uh, you know we have a long-term plan uh, people um, are and our holders understand that and our collectors and fans really uh, appreciate that that uh, we're not just a, a fast rush project that's gonna get stuff out you know as, as soon as possible um, with it is you know I already had like a multi-year plan but now with the the time deal in the, in the movie series it's like yeah the the three-year plan turned into a 10-year plan really fast and, and beyond even so we, we have a really long-term um, objective and perspective awesome well hey you mentioned something about community and you love to be a part of different communities and stuff and I kind of want to ask you about uh your community and your discord like how active are you on your discord and uh how important do you think uh discord and well really discord but over twitter is um to 
bring you know communities together and talk about you know the project and give updates and you know all that kind of stuff yeah discord and twitter are both um ex extremely important and uh, we take both of those really seriously i, I run the the twitter 100 myself so all the twitter interaction it's me um and then the discord um big shout out to uh to the team um and they're all here in the in the chat um I, I'm in the Discord a lot, and when we first started, I was um, in there like 90% of the time. Now I'm in there less because I'm, I'm working on some creative stuff. So if anybody uh, misses me around as much, don't worry. It's because I'm doing some really cool stuff uh, <laughs> behind the scenes. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, Discord, we put a real um, high value in. And uh, um, a big shout out to our to our whole team, uh, Run One Lab, um, Lance and uh, Ben, uh, to Don, um, Ashira, um, not Fresh Biscuits, it's Jim and uh, Zoe, and Digi, and um, we've got some junior mods as well. So if I missed anybody, uh, please put a text in. It's hard to mention all the names, but huge shout out to the team and and they really uh, they're in Discord all the time, hanging out with the fans and in the community. And it's a fun Discord too. We, we have this just kind of like come in and hang out and you know let's talk about you know video games and food and and just whatever. And we just you know we we sit there and talk about NFTs and and and, and boogers, of course. Uh, but half the time we're just like talking about like cool recipes for you know cooking tacos a different way or something it's a, it's, a, it's a fun place to chill awesome well um do you have any like new teasers or anything that you can uh drop on us uh real quick without getting into too much detail well one yeah so one thing that we've been doing and it's um so cool um so cool cats clon you know, Klon was another person that reached out to me right after the drop. So it was it was such a, a whirlwind of just like unbelievable, like just um, so unreal, like uh, uh, success and happy uh, happiness with that drop. So you know, Keith Grossman from Time reached out, and then like right after that, Klon calls me up, and so I'm sitting there <laughs> talking with Klon from you know Cool Cats for like an hour, and he's basically mentoring me, giving some advice and some ideas, and got some cool plans. And then they immediately gave us the the Cool Pets allow list. And so Cool Cats kind of started this fun trend of giving other communities uh, pre-sale spots, even though that was already happening. That was like the big moment where like everybody saw that as like, that was like a really good idea, um, a great way to get other communities, you know, into your project uh, by giving like-minded, you know, collectors and communities um, access to the next thing. And so as soon as we got the Cool Pets, um, allow list spots, we started reaching out um, and other projects started reaching out to us too to give more. And so we've been in the middle of uh, doing that as well. And that's kind of like a new utility that really wasn't mentioned, but uh, we have been able to get our collectors access to some, you know, really hot stuff um, coming up and, and that has come up. So we, you know, we got the cool pets, um, um, allow list spots, we got the little lemon friends, um, we got Little Heroes, which is a big uh, drop recently. Um, and currently we have uh, Wonder Pals, which is a really hot project coming up, really cute. And that's actually a good one you guys might want to uh, look at too, to try to get on, get Mina, Mina from Wonder Pals. That's, that's a For sure. yeah, super cute project um, and uh, everybody's loving it and, and it's it's hot. So we got those spots. Um, 
and a few more are coming up. So that's the teaser is that we're continually reaching out to other uh, communities. And I apologize to any community that I, that I forgot off that little list. There's been a, a big handful, but uh, we're continuing to do that and to collaborate on that level as well. And um, some of the projects um, even are putting some of our traits into the collection. And this is kind of a new fun collaborative approach. Uh, so Mina has put um, some toy buggers traits into the Wonder Pals. And, um, oh, Lucky Ducky is another one that we're um, working with for this. They're a claymation. And that's an, actually it for you guys, too, if you want another one. Uh, Jeremy from Lucky Ducky worked on uh, Robot Chicken as the claymation animator. Nice. And, yeah, and so he's doing a claymation-based NFT project in a generative oh. fashion. So he builds the clay, and then like that's the model, and then there's a generative layer over it. But it's the characters, basically claymation characters, uh, and they're doing uh, similar stuff so um there's a, there's there's some big ones about to be announced so some more allow list spots so that's a long story leading up to some simple <laughs> simple teasers but that's a utility we're that, all for it yeah we're excited about because we're i'm a collector the whole team that's on my team but we're all collectors and the whole community is of course too and so it's a really fun thing that we've um that started with the cool pets allow list and now we've been we've been growing that endeavor so that's become like a whole almost like department within our project of um, accruing allow list spots for our for our community. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Doug, uh, we, we've loved this interview. I got just a couple questions before we let you go. The, this is another one I always like to ask the, the founders of projects or the teams behind them. You know, we focus a lot, um, you know, within NFTs, there's always talks about, you know, the community talks about the floor price, but, you know, in your opinion, Outside of the floor price, how do you measure the success of a project like Toy Boogers? Yeah, you know, the um, it's really interesting how we, the community, you know, individually um, projects are assessed. The The floor is, is not the best, as we know, at any given moment, it goes up and down and there's always, uh, there's runs where it runs up and then there's a little bit of pullback as people um, flip and, and make gains. Um, the trajectory is better. And so I think it's like icy tools or even on open sea, you can see the trajectory. And so our trajectory has been a perfect, like straight, uh, perfect, like angled up, um, um, trajectory. So I think if you look, kind of zoom out, it's the same with crypto too. It's like the ups and downs. It's like we're on a, a low point right now. But if you zoom out, it's like, okay, cool. There's a staircase going upwards. So I think the trajectory just in terms of price is, is one element. Um, but I, I think, I really think the vision, um, the activity, the sentiment, the vibe is really important. And the projects that I really like and I'm attracted to it really is that vibe, you know, it's, it's the cool cats, it's, it's, it's Klon, it's, it's Roboto's, it's Pablo Stanley, it's dead fellas, it's, you know, wonder pals, it's little lemon friends. It's, it's the, all this fun, cool, and, and not just all these, you know, I mentioned a handful of cartoon ones, but you know, the, um, in within the broader circle of an NFT scene, it really is the vibe of the community. Are they excited about the project? Do they like the art? Is there a relationship with the team and the founder, um, not just the founder, but the team, um, and it, does it really feel like that kind of family community or is there almost more like this antagonistic tug, you know, kind of pull between the team? And I've, and I've seen that too, and those projects aren't as fun and the community's not as fun. And it's more of a kind of like 
demanding kind of a when when kind of a thing even though everybody says when kind of cute you know <laughs> being fun with it which is fine but there's there is some discords that you get into and you could really sense that there's almost like a oh yeah like a demanding tone where it's like the team is trying to you know appease the community and the community's yeah. you know, but so the projects that i really uh, vibe with and like are, are where there's just it really just feels like everybody's in harmony and they're all just on the same kind of wavelength and we've been really lucky our, our fan base our community and our fans are, are super cool um, i think we we established that uh, a really nice vibe early on and again big shout out to the team for just you know, solidifying that and, and maintaining that. And then there are all of our fans and community of just um, of just having a really cool, fun attitude and, and they know we're doing stuff. So they're not like worried, like, you know, are you actually doing something? It's like, no, like big stuff where we've gone over uh, above and beyond expectations and, and over delivering. So I think that's the other thing too. Like if you look at like Dead Fellows or Robotos or Cool Cats, like they're just so like Robotos, it's, it's amazing how much they're doing like it's almost yep. um, like the, did you did you see that roadmap 2.0 um, yep. there's so much in there and then like uh, Betty just had and psych from dead fellows just had their um, announcement um, about you know the dead friends coming up and like talking about all the different stuff they're doing with like pixels and metaverse and it's just like oh my god like so much is happening so I, I think you can really you can see it you know the projects that are doing stuff that are making stuff going forward developing that are looking ahead it's, it's pretty clear and, and that's the that's the real value and i think people who've uh have been in this you know um actually even people who are brand new you can you can sense that really quick it's like all right yeah this this team's you know they're making moves yeah, yeah definitely someone said it best in the chat earlier today i don't remember who it was but shout out to the chat again uh uh, un, uh, under promise and over deliver and, and Doug, it sounds like, you know, your team is trying to accomplish that. And you're a fan of the teams, you know, that you just mentioned that also focus on that. So I'm excited to see roadmap 2.0, but I know you're not rushing things here. There's that comment there from run one lab. Um, shout out uh, again to you in the chat. Uh, Doug, this has been so much fun. We loved having you on. I'm excited to follow, you know, the progress of Toy Boogers, and uh, we've got to have you back on when we can uh, get more information on the, yes. the Time Studios animated show or maybe some of these other items, because uh, you, yes. you already teased us a little bit today, but we'd love to hear more when you have more news to share. Uh, so we look forward to uh, talking to you soon. Anything to, to leave off here, Doug, for viewers and listeners and fans of Toy Boogers? You know, um, just a big heartfelt thank you to, to everyone, to you guys for, for bringing me on and inviting me, um, to all the listeners and viewers who, you know, spent time out of their, their busy day, you know, the NFT scene one hour is like a week. So thanks for <laughs> spending a week with us. Uh, and, uh, you know, just a, a big thank you to the whole community. Um, you know, my fans, the NFT community itself, I just feel so, you know, blessed and, um, just uh, the opportunities uh, here are immense and uh, just really thankful that my art and my project and vision uh, were well received and that we're on this amazing uh, journey and path and um, you know from the the block from the blockchain to the big screen it's it's a it's a, it's, a, it's gonna be a wild ride and uh, super excited to be here happy to have everybody along for the ride and then again a big thank you to uh, the my, my team who uh, 
who makes it happen. You know, it's not a one um, one man show. And I, I asked Pablo Stanley that too. I was like, how do you? How many Pablos do we have? Do you have any clones of yourself? And he's like, no. He's like, it's just the team. It really is the team. So a big thank you to the team and to again to the community and the fans. Awesome. Well, Doug, thank you so much for for you for taking time out of your busy schedule and joining us. And we will definitely sure. talk to you soon. I look forward to it. Thanks again. Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, there you guys have it again. Go ahead, smash that like, subscribe to Benzinga's YouTube channel, leave us a comment, let us know how much you enjoyed the Toy Boogers interview today. Brian, a lot to unpack from that interview. These are always so much fun to do, right? And get some of that alpha, get some, you know, some upcoming events to look forward to. So I'm so excited about this project. And I mean, the, the chat was very lively today. We always love a show where the chat is active and the community is here to, uh, you know, take part in the interview along with us. Yeah, absolutely. There was a lot to unpack. You, you <laughs> gave a ton of information. I, I mean, I'm all for it. There's a lot of things happening in that project that sound really exciting. Definitely. All right, Brian. Well, we don't have a ton of time left. Let's go ahead. Let's get into some headlines uh, from the past couple days and weekend. There was so much. We don't have time to get into everything, but I did want to highlight just a little bit on the top 10 NFTs from the past week. This is something we talk about every week here on the show, and this data is from CryptoSlam. Uh, MeBits top the list again, uh, Terraforms and Loot. Um, those are all thanks to the su continued success of Looks Rare. Um, CryptoFunks also seeing uh, decent sales volume, and then Azuki. Uh, up 125% uh, after their launch last week. Brian, we had two big new projects launch last week, uh, Hate Prime and also Crypto Bats. So Hate Prime had va volume of 50.8 million uh -huh. and has a 9.25 ETH floor price when I wrote this article. That is pretty high for a project at launch. Um, also Crypto Bats. I don't know if you know this one, Brian. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I'm a big uh, fan of uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Black Sabbath. Uh, you know, I grew up listening to metal. And CryptoBats is from Ozzy Osbourne, and they launched last week. Volume of $38.7 million, and they have a floor price of over $1. And the cool thing about these is that oh, if you wow. own a CryptoBat, you're going to be able to bite another NFT in your wallet through uh, some of the projects they partner with and create kind of like a mutant bat. So they hmm. haven't announced all their partners yet, but they did uh, announce some big ones. And also if you scroll to the uh, highest last sale, the, the highest sales for this, there's some one-on-ones in the collection. And, and I want to shout out um, one of these on the, I believe it's on the top right here. Uh, right there is from Sup Ducks artist Frankie Nines. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is a sweet looking bat. I mm -hmm. mean, obviously, a one of one. It's expensive, but a look at the bat. detail there. They were able to collab with some artists of other projects, but th this is a project I'll be watching uh, heavily, Brian, because of that biting element to create another NFT with a partnered project. What do you think of these? That's super interesting. I'm uh, like I said earlier, uh, I'm all about, um, <clears throat> you know, doing new things in the space and innovating how things are already done. And I think I said this on a space yesterday um, where 
I think all of us are in the infancy of crypto, blockchain, NFT, <clears throat> but like this NFT, these NFT projects, and especially the metaverse and stuff, we are even before like infancy. We're in like the first trimester. Like no one's been born yet. Like there's so many cool things that are about to happen within the next couple of months. And I'm super excited for, and just like this, I didn't know about this project until you brought it up, but just something like that is, that's insane. I mean, that's, it's crazy where we're going to be in just three months from now. So I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely exciting times. And with that being said, Brian, uh, something I discussed on the show a couple months back was uh, Jimmy Fallon, right? Jimmy Fallon, late night talk show host. He announced live on a show a couple months ago that he had mm -hmm. bought a board ape yacht club, and that was through a, a partnership with MoonPay. So MoonPay has partnered with some of these celebrities. They've helped facilitate some transactions. And last night, Jimmy Fallon had on Paris Hilton, and <laughs> Paris Hilton announced that she bought a board ape through MoonPay. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, here they are doing a, a normal, there's the picture there. So Jimmy Fallon's ape on the right, the captain hat, and that is Paris's ape on Her the left. Her understanding of NFTs was really funny, too. <laughs> it was very funny. I'm working on an article about that, Brian. I, I, I'm looking forward to that. But 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 the, the big thing here is, I mean, you just said it, right? That NFTs continue to grow and evolve. I mean, here we had Paris Hilton on a late night show to talk about a new series that she has, which is about her wedding. So like a, a docu-series. And instead of filling the full 15 minutes talking about this show, they spent a good five minutes on NFTs. Yeah. So again, NFTs are becoming more and more mainstream. I, I mean, you've got celebrities not only buying them, but also using TV appearances to talk about them. That's why I continue to think that, you know, we're early here. We're going to see continued evolution of NFTs. Uh, anything else to take away from that interview last night, Brian? No, I actually, well, I mean, you've pretty much said it all. I actually watched part of it um, randomly uh, earlier, like later that night on YouTube because I, I was scrolling through and I saw it and there's people on Reddit that are like, all oh, NFTs, everyone's talking about NFTs. It's saying it's cringe, but it's it's really awesome because like you said, it's just like it's it's getting the word out there is booming. And yeah, these celebrities might be using as buzzwords and because it's hip and happening, but these celebrities also are very, most of them are pretty smart with their money. Like they, they're, they got where they are because they, you know, they have talent, they have skill, but they also know what they're doing. So they're, they're investing in things that are actually worthwhile to be investing. Yeah. There've been some flops, you know, you have Jake Paul and do a few things, but he's, you know, doing well for himself. But that's one thing I look at, like these people aren't going to just, you know, shell out money, even though they have unlimited amounts, they're not going to shell out money just for anything, just for a hype because they get nothing out of it. They know it's an investment. They know there's a return. They they see the power of, you know, what this is all, this move it's going to be. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, with the continued evolution and the support of the community and the celebrities, Brian, we also saw Twitter, right? Twitter had teased for a while that they were going to integrate profile pictures uh, with NFTs. And they did that over the, the past week where mm. now you can, you know, connect and use one of your uh, your NFTs you own as a Twitter profile picture that looks different than a normal profile picture. We also got news that Facebook's exploring similar features for Facebook and for Instagram, where you'll be mm -hmm. able to show off your NFTs. And, and then Brian, just at, I think an hour or two before the show went live today, 
there was a, a news out that YouTube I is just also this yeah, yeah yeah so YouTube is also exploring um, NFT integration. So I mean, Brian, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I, I mean, you got all these major social media platforms where people are going to want to show off their NFTs as their profile picture, and some already were. But now if they can do that on an official level and get, you know, supported by the platform for doing so, I just continue to think that we're going to see more and more people get into NFTs. And, you know, you're going to see a lot of these blue chip projects see floor prices rise, right? Because they're going to be more coveted as a profile picture, but also some of these smaller projects, right? You, you might see another run on some of these cute PFPs, right? So we talked a lot recently about utility but I, I'm wondering if some of these, you know, just cute PFP projects can, can make another run just based off of some of this integration. Uh, again, not financial advice, and it may not last, but that's kind of what I see happening here. What do you think? Uh, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm, I personally don't know if I would want just, a, a, you know, have another Pudgy Penguins where it's just that, you know, it's just the profile picture and there's no utility. There's no, there's no like use case or anything. But I don't think that something like that would actually gain traction anymore. I think it would have to have some sort of like extra bonus for holding and all that stuff to keep people entertained. I think we've gone over this a plenty of times, but um, I can see them coming back as long as, you know, they get with the times and they have something to offer that's more than just a PFP, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. And and, and Brian, speaking of, you know, utility and fuse. Uh, again, I go back to, you know, the, the Steph Curry shoes, right, that were minted on FTX, where if you own one of those, you get early access to future Steph Curry NFT mints, right? That's mm. another thing that a lot yeah. of these projects have done is you provide utility or you provide access to future mints. Um, you also, you know, can provide, you know, airdrops, other items along the way. I think Steph Curry has merchandise that some people of those NFTs will get, um, you know, during drawings and competitions. So again, shout out to today's show sponsor, FTX. If you want more information on FTX's cryptocurrency platform or their NFT marketplace, you can find it in the description below. We also have the link in the chat. Thank you to FTX. Brian, this was another exciting episode. We will be back tomorrow. Um, there's always so much to talk about in NFTs. Um, anything else to, to add here, Brian, before we uh, wrap? Nope. All right. Well, perfect. Well, shout out to our chat again and to the Toy Boogers team, to Doug for joining us live on the show. Uh, I, I look forward to talking to him again and hearing all about their roadmap and future success. And to everyone listening, uh, you know, thanks again for your support. And if you're watching this video after the fact, you can leave us a comment and we will do our best to respond. We like our live viewers. We also like our replay viewers just the same and our podcast listeners as well. You're all important to us. So shout out to the Roadmap community. And again, please like this video and subscribe to Benzinga's YouTube channel. We have pre-market prep at the close coming up in a little bit where Spencer and Joel will break down the biggest events of the trading day and talk about the movers for crypto 
and for stocks. With that being said, that's a wrap, and we will see everyone tomorrow. See y'all.